In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And we are back. It is 2021. We're recording this from the past, so it's not quite 2021, but by the time you hear this, it will be. Um, so we hope everyone had a really good new year um, and excited for the year to come. We say that every episode these days, yeah. right? <laughs> really? Honestly, I, I, I feel like it's good to be, I'm like you said, we're recording this still in 2020, but um, I feel like I'm already in the 2021 mindset, which we talked about in the last episode a little about how, you know, that 2021, everything's looking up. Excited for the year. Do you feel like um, there will be as many like holiday season engagements this year? I feel like it's a big time for for proposals. It is a big time. It is a big time. We did a really exciting study about all of that peak engagement season and found that like a lot of people are dropping hints to their significant others to tell them to propose to them. Um, I think there will be a lot of this season because... Um, I think people like after 2020, people just need like exciting things to look forward to and to celebrate. And I think, I think a lot of people that probably like, there's probably a lot of men, women out there that were going to propose to their significant others. And then they're probably thinking like, oh, wait, let me wait until the hectic year of 2020 is like at its end and then let me do it. So I can see a lot. I also think at this point, we've probably been in quarantine for like nine months um and mm-hmm. those relationships that were going to break up broke up and those a lot of relationships got really stronger yes. um so i do think it probably brought some couples even closer together or fast-tracked a lot of relationships on you up um which i also host we you know you we see that all the time it's like either kind of destroying relationships or making people mm-hmm. realize like how important they are to each other so i wonder if yeah. that will make for more engagements or less or it will all even out because the couples that we're going to propose were then like oh I actually don't like you forget it that's such a good point I I feel like a lot of the relationships of friends I know like a couple of our coworkers, for example like found boyfriends in quarantine and they're moving fast like they're like about to move in together they're about and I think that's probably why it's like you you've had just each other and maybe a couple of few people Mike our uh, our podcast producer just said suckers very optimistic <laughs> Mike <laughs> I know Mike is like the the, the yeah <laughs> I don't know he's our relationship anti-guru he's our, he's our uh our uh resident pessimist I love it yes yes which you need you need that um but yeah I mean I it's just funny how fast people are moving and I think well, there's nothing else to do. So I get it because there's right. no like other distract. Like usually if you're dating someone in the regular pre-COVID world, there's like work stuff, there's friend stuff. Like 
Now, if you like found someone and you were like exclusively dating, like I feel like you're with that person constantly. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. And it's 2020 has given everybody this. You only live once life is short mentality, like even more than ever. I think a lot of people are like, you know, why, why drag out these things, even with marriages, but that's why people are just eloping, just the two of them. They're like, you know, life, life is short. Anything could happen. Unfortunately, we're seeing people could get sick, whatever. So I think that's, people are just like, come on, let's, let's snap to it, which I like. I like that mentality. Me too. And if you are a newly engaged holiday bride and you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Um, we're going to, we're going to do some emails today. Um, I also thought the, the study you were talking about that we did with wedding wire was really interesting just about like people dropping hits about engagement. Um, what Mm -hmm. else did we find from that? There was a stat that was like, I think it was, let me pull it up real quick. It was, um, 15, basically how many people we, so we surveyed over like 500 ish people, for this and we asked how many people are dropping proposal hints on a weekly basis and the answer for that was 60%. So like people are I mean the dropping hints thing. We did get a couple DMs that were like I don't see why people have to like drop hints during this time. Why can't they just be upfront and talk about it, which I get, but also I I there's both sides. I think you, you, I think you can have a conversation where you decide like, we're going to do this. And then like, mm-hmm. because you don't know when I think it's like kind of fun to just be like, right. And I would like this ring. If you're right, thinking right. about that, like, I think like, it's kind of like the whole thing around engagements is like supposed mm-hmm. to be like romantic, which we've always said is like not logical. So I can yeah. see like trying to insert a little, like, yeah, we found out that one in four people already know what type of ring they want, which I'm is surprised interesting. it's not more. Actually. I know me too. Me too. Right. I thought that was low. I, I took that study when you, we posted on the bride's Instagram, which mm-hmm. was now a few weeks ago. Um, and I guess like way higher. I yeah. thought I didn't know what ring I wanted until like I was like picking it out. But I feel like most people I know kind of like had no that. In oh, mind. yeah. Some people know that from day one from when they're little they're like from, I want this they're like 10 <laughs> I want to read yeah, literally with, <laughs> like I'm imagining like a 12 year old um you'll have that but I remember but yeah. in college like girls talking about like the four C's and I was like I have no idea what the hell you're, you're talking about but um I guess it depends so much who you're talking to but these are really interesting studies you can still find even though the Instagram stories are gone by now they can still find the study um go where- to Go to our feed because by the time this episode comes out, we will be posting a really cool feed post about all the key results and stats. And um, yeah, well, it'll have our link in bio. So go there. Yeah, check it out. It's really very interesting. I always love um, numbers based insights. Right. (laughs) I sound like a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's get the email, (laughs) shall we? Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just ninety eight dollars a month. 
you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I will read the first one. Dear Betches, I need your help. I just got engaged a week ago and my sister is torturing me about it because she didn't know beforehand. She claims it's because she wanted to be there after the engagement to take pictures and celebrate and decorate, etc. However, I don't think it's the real reason. I think the real reason is a control issue. I always told my fiance when we talked about this before that I didn't want my family or friends at my engagement. It's just not my style. I always said I wanted it to be a private thing between us. My fiance and my sister don't really know each other that well. I never really built any kind of bond or connection. So I'm just wondering how she could even expect him to contact her about this when they barely know each other. He let my parents know so that he could ask for their blessing, but he waited until the last minute to do so because he was afraid someone would spoil the surprise. I imagine that that is also part of the reason because he didn't want her to to give me any hints. Also, logistically speaking, it would have never worked out that she could have even made it to our engagement anyway. She works a tough schedule and lives a plane ride away. And he proposed to me in his apartment near where both we both attend medical school. The engagement was very laid back and private and that's exactly what I wanted. So I'm not sure why she's so upset that she didn't know before I did. She keeps rubbing in my face that one of her friend's sisters is about to get engaged and that the sister knows all about it already. And I don't think it's fair that she keeps bringing that up to, to make me feel bad. The situation is completely different. Maybe she knows because the sister doesn't want a private engagement. And, and wants her family to be there, or maybe they just have a better relationship. It's just not fair to be compared like that. Is my sister justified in being upset about this? How do I handle the situation going forward? Please help. Freshly engaged, Betch. What do you think? This is a fun one because we were just talking about engagements. Um, so with this, I it's funny because like this is a, something I've thought about. Like I, I do feel that it, it's a lot of pressure having to propose to somebody and it's a whole, we've talked about this in the past. Like it's a whole to do. I know like Mike had my family in on it, making up with the lion stuff that they were taking me on this winery tour. And here's the thing. She, I think this freshly engaged betch is totally justified in that she can have a private engagement that some people want that and more of that and don't want, and they, you may still love your family so much and want them there to celebrate after or whatever, or do an engagement party later with them. But you, you might just want it to be a nice special engagement, just the two of you. Sometimes even I look back and I'm like, my engagement was perfect. Don't get me wrong. I just came into the room for a second. <laughs> but like, um, here, are, here are all <laughs> the things that I wish had been done differently. <laughs> literally right as I'm saying that he comes into the room to grab clothes um but no so I mine was great and perfect and I wouldn't have had it any other way but I do think I'm like you know I 
a private one could be nice too. That's very like special, intimate, romantic. And I think too, like a lot of, like, I know my friends, two of my best friends from college were like, Mike better tell us before, like we better know. And I think he just quickly shot them a text the morning of the, or that he proposed and was like, Hey, heads up. Don't, don't say a thing, but I'm doing this today. Wanted you guys to know. And they were very grateful for, that he did that. But I told him after I was like, you don't have to tell anybody. It's, it's a lot of pressure. They they've built up this whole thing. They've gotten this ring. If the, if he doesn't want to tell anybody, that's completely fine with that's that should be completely fine because it is a big moment and he doesn't want the surprise to get ruined and so I think with her I think I would just talk to the sister and be like look I I get and I'm happy that you are very passionate about wanting to be involved we'll celebrate later I just wanted this to be the two of us so to me this isn't really even about the engagement um it seems like her sister is sort of upset that like engagements and weddings are very like symbolic, right? And the people that are involved and the people that are giving speeches and the people that you choose to be your bridesmaids, it's all very symbolic. And so the fact that I think, I think your sister is upset that you guys are not that close and maybe in her mind, she envisioned a world where, you know, when her sister got engaged, she would be there taking pictures and helping you out and being close to you. And I think it's common for people to have these like ideas about how they, they thought things would go. It's their expectations. Mm -hmm. And then like when you got engaged and she didn't know about it till after she probably, this was probably her kind of like realization and wake up call. Like, Oh, we're like not that close. Um, and I think she's probably really hurt by that. I think she's not hurt by the, I don't think she's so much hurt by the fact that she wasn't there, but she's hurt by like, what it means in a larger sense, which is that you're not that close. And I think that's the real issue to get to with her, not really about the engagement. Um, and maybe looking into, into that and sort of like talking to her about that, talking to her about why you're not closer as sisters, because I think that like, that's really what's going on. If she's like upset, I think it's cause she's hurt. So she's, she, you know, mm-hmm. she, she imagined that she would have a relationship with her sister where they were close and they would be together for all these big life set, like, um, milestone moments and I could see where she's like that's this is kind of like the the wake-up call that that's clearly not the case and instead of like kind of looking inward or talking to you about why that is I think she's using this as an excuse to kind of like get mad and project like her anger onto you so I think this is actually a good opportunity to to talk to her and say like and have a real conversation about like how you guys both feel I think you can say like I mean, you can bring up the engagement because it's like sort of like the symbol of what happened. But I would just be like, hey, like, I don't really I kind of feel like maybe we've drifted apart over the last few years. Like, you don't like um, I love you, but like I haven't like seen you that much. My fiance, like fiance, and I now fiance is like not particularly close to you. I wish that like things were different. Like, do you wish things were different? Mm-hmm. Do you wish we were more ingrained in each other's lives? Like, and if you don't wish that things were different, you don't have to say that. But like, I think it's more about like having the real conversation instead of like, this is like the symptom of the issue, not like the real issue. The real issue is that you guys feel like a little estranged from each other. And this is how it's like showing itself, you know? Right. Um, And it's better late than never that she does that too. Cause, cause then I think when she has that exact conversation, 
in the future, maybe once the wedding eventually does roll around, this, this sister can play a bigger role if they become closer or like, you know, down the road, I'm thinking big picture here. Once she has like a child, if she's going to do that, the sister can help with that and be in the, the delivery room if she wants like those big other milestone moments. Like you said, these are my, a wedding is a huge milestone moment that brings up these and it's a wake-up call for some people like oh my god I, sh- I should be playing a bigger part in this role for said family member or friend so right better or I, you know I should address. be the I thought I would be the first person called or I thought you know I would be your maid of honor mm-hmm. or I thought any of those things but I think that like you should use this as an opportunity to sort of like clear the air and have this real conversation because I think it will it will if it's done in like a mature way where you both are trying to understand each other and get to why you're not that close anymore it could bring you a lot closer together and it could actually make you closer but if you kind of skirt over the issue and just make it about this engagement then you're not really Mm going to get to like the crux of what's happening I don't think you're going to it's not going to be based in reality it's just going to be based around this thing which in itself isn't that important it's really like the deeper meaning right right And I love that too, because like I have two siblings, well, technically five, the other two half siblings, very close to all of them. Like siblings truly just make things like this more fun and big moments more fun when you are close to them and you do want them to be involved. So, so I think do that now, because if you do address it, like if this, if I were her and I were in this situation too, like you said, instead of sweeping things under the rug and like playing with the elephant in the room I would address the elephant in the room and and talk it out and yeah um, and some people don't have close relationships with their siblings you know what I mean like maybe you guys are just kind of very different people Mm -hmm. which is also fine you can still like respect and love each other and just not be people who are like naturally that close I think that's okay too I just think it's important to like for everyone that's okay too as long as both people have like the same expectations or are in the same place the tension comes when one person kind of like thought you were closer than you actually are that's when people get upset because that's people get upset because they're hurt and your sister is clearly just like hurt and she's just like showing it this way instead of showing it through like sadness she's showing it through anger right right I like that he she said he asked the parents for a blessing I like that Mike had to ask my dad and I know that's a very traditional thing but I don't know. I, I just like that. Yeah. Mike asked my dad too. I thought it was kind of unnecessary. Just really? Because I'm like, I feel like, I mean, like you're kind of also like younger. I feel like when you got engaged, I'm like, I was like 30. I'm kind of like, I don't really need you to like, <laughs> it's like, a, it's nice. He's like a kind of more traditional to me. Like I thought it was like a sweet yeah. thing, but I'm kind of like, I'm a 30 year old woman. Like I have a business. I don't like need my dad's permission <laughs> to get married, but I thought like, I didn't mind, you know thing. what I mean? It, it didn't, I didn't feel so strongly about it that I was like, don't ask him. But I just kind of thought like, yeah. This, like so many wedding traditions, just seem like it seems like I don't understand why this is still a thing in 2020. Yeah. It seems like absurd to me. Uh, could you imagine but, if, like, one of our dads was like, no, <laughs> which I'm I sure people sometimes do. It happens where, where people, yeah. you know, like, um, they have an issue with the with the relationship and I mean like my thought is like if you actually really need the permission from your parents you really shouldn't be getting married because you're like yeah really old enough. yeah but I, it's as a symbolic thing I think it's like kind of nice it's cute but like right. I also think it, I, it's cute but ridiculous like most wedding traditions yeah exactly and we do them anyways 
I can go ahead and do our next question. I really loved this one, obviously, because I can personally relate to it, which you guys will hear. But also, I have a weird bubble in my throat. Also, um, I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this just because of the circumstances. Hi, Nicole and Jordana. Like everyone else, I love the pod and listen all the time. My boyfriend and I have recently been talking about engagements, weddings, and moving our lives forward. We are trying to decide what the best fit for us is. I like the idea of eloping or doing something very small. My boyfriend would like to have a big party. I'm very hesitant to have a big wedding because I lost my mom three years ago to cancer, which side note, that's unfortunately very ironic because same exact situation with me. Um, going on. And I can't imagine my wedding with without her there. I find monumental days like the day we got the keys to our house extra hard because I am so happy, but always end up wishing she was there to share the joy and have a knot in my stomach the whole time. If you know, you know, her absence at my future wedding is the one part of losing her that I still find difficult to accept. Nicole, I know your mom also passed away. I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm curious to know if there is any way that you are planning to honor your mom at your wedding I have seen the other brides have I've seen other brides have done special little dedications at points throughout their special day for those they have lost does any of that resonate with you at all do you have any advice for going through the wedding planning process without one of the most important people by your side wishing you both the best on your big days a hesitant maybe soon to be bride So, yeah, I mean, thank you so much for being vulnerable and honest, first of all. Um, This is something like I have my best friend and I who also lost her mom literally a year before mine, which is crazy and very unfortunately ironic. We've talked about this because she's not engaged yet either. But she when I got engaged, like we're very open and honest with each other. We were like. She was like, how are you going to do this without your mom? Like, this is such a moment. Wedding dress shopping. There's the bridal shower. There's everything. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, this is for people that are close to their mother or in cases, father, you know, grandparents, whatever it may be, sister, brother. It you During big moments, you're like, holy shit, I don't know how I'm going to do this without them. That being said, you do it and you... I think like her first question, like tips for kind of just dealing with that. You, you really just got to lean on friends, siblings, if you're close to them. My sister's like kind of stepped up and she's older than me. So like in in a way, kind of like, I think unspokenly taking on this like maternal role. Um, And then my mom, I was very fortunate that like my mom had best friends since that we've known since we were born. So they're like my second mothers and they came wedding dress shopping with us. Like that was amazing to have because having them there is like having her presence there and just, yeah. So I think that's one thing. And then I guess just for like honoring, I do have a lot of, I wrote down a lot of tips for like what you can do throughout the day. And I think a lot of people will be able to use these because um, you know, you might have a grandparent or whoever, a lot of people, a lot of us have lost loved ones, whether it be a parent or whoever. Mm. So yeah, I can go in. Do you have anything to add before I go no. into my 
I think you're doing such a good job. I'm so sorry for both of your losses. Um, and I think that these are really a lot of people I've, I've heard about this a lot. I know people a lot who kind of also find this, they have this question and they want to, you know, they want to, cause it's a mm-hmm. wedding is such a happy occasion, but they want to make sure that they're taking a minute or, you know, making, right. honoring the per- people who are the most important in their lives. So I think this is a really important, um, email and a, a really, you're doing a very great job mm-hmm. answering it. So let's hear Thank the tips. You. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the tips, well, number one tip for me, I'm, I'm like a spiritual person and I have like my faith's gotten me through my healing and all of that stuff. I won't go into it because we all believe different things, whatever. But my thing is like, I know she's with me all the time and I know she'll especially be there on my big day. That's helped like a mindset thing going into it. But I have literal tangible ideas and tips that everybody can use to kind of make that, make sure they're there with you. So, okay. So a fun one is like a recipe or a cocktail recipe. So if they had a special recipe that they loved, you can have that as a menu item. My mom, for example, loved dirty martinis. So we were thinking maybe making one of the signature drinks, like Diane's dirty martini. Her name was Diane. I love that. Yeah. That's like Like little, it's like an upbeat, like positive way. Exactly. Also like include yeah. you know remember I also love dirty martinis your mom and I probably would have gotten along oh oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> sipped dirty martinis we would have invited her to the uh batches get togethers no but um that's the thing and I think that's an important thing to do too is like make these moments because a lot of our memorial moments can make us sad but like make them personalized to the person and kind of upbeat and fun if that's how the person was you know make it make it unique to their personality um, one I really like is save a seat at the reception for them. So you have an empty seat and you can put like nice framed photos of them on it or like flowers on it, kind of decorate it. So nobody f- sits there. God forbid. Um, I would like freak the fuck out if somebody sat there, but, um, yeah, so do that. That's a nice little thing. And you can write a little, like this seat is saved in loving memory for so-and-so on it. Um, things that I've seen brides do on their bouquet is like you pin these little uh, photos on the bouquet you can do. And if a groom's lost somebody, you can pin it to a boutonniere, which I've seen. Um, and that's just nice. Cause that, that's a very symbolic thing. Cause they, it's like, they walk you down the aisle kind they're of with way. You. I think they're called. Yeah. yeah. Walk down the aisle charms or whatever. Um, let me see. Oh, something I love, which I've seen at a wedding I went to is like a photo table of all of the lost loved ones. So you just put out a nice table and put these nicely framed photos of all of them and people can go over and look at it and remember. And it's nice if you have a lot of family there too, because then they can kind of go over and, you know, look at the photos and stuff. Um, yeah. And then like, just give a toast. That's always a good one. Uh, wear something special of the theirs, especially for those who have lost like brides with a mom or grandma. Um, I think that's always something I wear, like my mom's jewelry literally every day. I'm like, it makes me feel happier, more confident. And then, um, yeah. Oh, the last one. I really liked this. I didn't, I hadn't seen this one before. You could ask for like, as a registry item, you could ask for like, a charity donation to one that they supported so for example like yeah like my mom worked in the um as a registered nurse in the NICU so like loved newborn babies and stuff 
So I might actually do that and like have a donation to a charity that supports newborn babies or something um, that are like sick. Oh, that's or great. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to I look these are all great. I also have but, seen um, like at the top of the ceremony, someone, people talking about like their lot, their parents, and then they, um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they released like a, like a white balloon or something. It was an outdoor ceremony. Um, and mm-hmm. it was just like a small little thing at the top before they got in, which was also really nice and sentimental and sort of like was honoring them, like almost like, cause that's like the first yeah. thing you, um, you're doing. Yeah. So it is really nice. I love that. And I think like too, like I, I just know myself my whole life, like literally right next to me right now is like a framed, like windowsill of my mom like a bunch of photos I know my wedding's gonna be like a um a shrine of my mom basically like I'm gonna have like photos on my uh bouquet like the save seat thing I'll do probably the cocktail thing and that's you're fine. gonna do like, all I of think it <laughs> I'm literally gonna do all of it you're not gonna be able to get away she's gonna be there that's literally fine. like oh that's sweet yeah sorry, I think you're Mike. like make it your no, that's really, I think that's really nice. Yeah. I think these are amazing tips. I hadn't heard all, most of them before. Um, so I think these will be really helpful for this bride and anyone, anyone else um, who's wondering, you know, mm-hmm. how to do this. Cause I do think it's again, like huge question people have. And I think you did a, gr- a great, again, great job answering it. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited to see how, you know, it all pans like, out it all unfolds the shrine yeah exactly here we go this one is from a bridesmaid interesting hey ladies um while my fiance are totally my fiance and i are totally slum planning our own wedding after a COVID engagement your podcast has kept me entertained grounded and jotted jotting down notes as i listen um today i'm actually emailing not as a bride but as a bridesmaid Maybe other brides have written in about this from the other side, which would be helpful to understand. Summary, as a bridesmaid who is more concerned about COVID protocol slash safety than the bride, what is okay for me to skip on, on wedding weekend, on the wedding weekend? How should I best communicate this to the bride? Backstory, my cousin is getting married in a few weeks. No date in case she listens in Pennsylvania, which is a pretty hard hit COVID area right now. And it's all indoor wedding. While she has cut the guest list down from the original, it's about an 80 person invite list feels too big to me. Her attitude is to let people decide what they are comfortable with and decide to come or not. The problem is that I'm a bridesmaid who is not comfortable, but don't really feel like I have an option. And I know some other bridesmaids feel the same. Like other, like other guests. I understand that she is going through a lot right now. We've tried to be sensitive and reach out through the maid of honor to express some concerns or ask about safety protocols, which include all masks, except when at the table drink, um, drink maximum. I don't really understand what that means, but my plan was, was, um, has been to obviously be there for the ceremony and pictures and leave the reception when I no longer feel comfortable, depending on how many people show up and how mask wearing is going. This could, could be before dinner, or it could be a few hours full disclosure that I've eaten indoors since March. So I already don't love the, I haven't eaten indoors since March. So I already don't love the thought of eating there at all. However, we also just found out that she's planning to have an indoor rehearsal dinner, which I'm not comfortable with, and an outdoor and an indoor after party at a hotel suite for the wedding, which I'm obviously not comfortable with. I'm basically at a loss right now because it feels like she's planning a super spreader event and not really caring. I want to be there for her, but I'm not willing to put my family at risk who aren't coming after the fact. And if I'm being honest, I, I also don't want to put myself at risk. 
What's your advice? How should I tell her my plan? How do I tell her I'm not comfortable going to the rehearsal dinner? What are your thoughts on leaving before dinner as a bridesmaid's bridesmaid? Or am I being selfish and need to just suck it up because I've agreed to be part of the wedding and figure out a way to quarantine after the wedding to avoid exposing anyone else? Unfortunately, there aren't a lot of objective and sympathetic outsiders to her cause that I can ask. So I'd value some insight or reactions from you both. Thanks for this and all of the Betches content. Um, that's the email. Yes. What do you think? Lots to unpack here. It's funny because this reminded me, one of our coworkers, I won't name his name just for sake of his own privacy for this issue because I don't know if you know his friends listen, whatever. But I remember he um, was a bride's man to one of his best friends that was a girl. And in this was like a couple months ago or whatever in the peak of COVID, and she was having a smaller kind of wedding like this. And um, he was like, I don't know what to do. I don't feel comfortable being there. And I think he ended up doing what she's saying she might do, which is go to the ceremony, kind of sit far away, wear a mask, all that stuff. And then just kind of left and didn't stay for the whole reception. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I think that's a common thing. Like when people feel like they want to be there for for people who have been having these weddings, I think a lot of people are doing that kind of maneuver because the reception obviously is more close and sometimes dancing and all that kind of stuff, and especially indoors. I think, um, and who knows, by the time this episode comes out, things might be looking more up. Hopefully they will be. And something like this won't sound as crazy, but I think- I think, I think it'll totally- still be an issue. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think she totally is justified in not wanting to go. I think, I think she can, I mean, if I were her, I would just really talk to her and like, tell her like the reasons why, like maybe, and like when Mike and I had to say no to a wedding, they ended up, the couple that we said no to ended up um, postponing anyways at the last second, but they were going to have one in December. And we were like, we just can't go like we we're gonna you know if we do see our family around the holidays we can't go to a wedding right before we can't and just like especially as things have gotten way worse in the state that we are now like we just we just said no and they they did completely understand I think it's it's tough for her because it's adding this extra layer of her being a bridesmaid but I think she just needs to be honest yeah I think like at the t- I think the answer is in the email. She said at the top, like the bride's strategy is that like she's just continuing to do it and that anyone who doesn't feel comfortable, she's letting people decide what they're comfortable with and decide to come or not. So she said that that's the bride's stance. If that's truly the bride's stance and you're uncomfortable, then to me, it should be like an easy conversation to have. I would, especially if you're a bridesmaid, I would FaceTime her. I would not text her about it because mm-hmm. I feel like that's like would be like annoying for me if I were the bride. I would FaceTime her and I'd be like, listen, I love you. I really want to celebrate with you. I would love to like take you out, take you and um, your then husband Mm -hmm. out. Like when things get better in the spring and celebrate with you, like in any way I can, like, I really want to be there. I'm going to come to the ceremony, but I just do not. I'm just too worried about like potentially, um, you know, my parents' safety or my, my family's uh, safety and like, I, right. my own safety, to be totally honest, like, uh, I would not go into it with any judgment about what she's doing. I would just say like, um, I love you. I want to celebrate with you. I'll be at the ceremony taking whatever necessary precautions. 
Um, and then I, I just don't feel comfortable staying any longer, but like, I cannot wait to celebrate with you again when this is over. Yeah. And that's even good of her to offer the ceremony. 80 people is technical. If we want to get technical with the definition of a, a micro wedding, it's around like 40 or 50 or less. 80 right. is like a decent amount of people again. for a time like this. Yeah, I mean, even so, if it was like 400 people, I wouldn't make it about her choices and her decision and how many people she tried to yeah. invite because like people don't really need that. If she's deciding to do it and she's saying people who are uncomfortable don't have to come, then I think that's your answer right there. I wouldn't be like, and you know, you have a lot of people and it's indoors. Just yeah, no, it about no. you. Don't make it about the wedding because when you're making it about the wedding, it comes off judgmental and it comes yeah. off like, um, like you're like, don't make her feel like you're like either judging her or like, mad at her for doing it just make it about yourself mm -hmm. your own comfort levels and how much you love and want to celebrate with her um at a different place in time and send her a nice gift right 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 when we said no i said to them because the the people that were having the wedding in december were like putting all the um precautions in place to like truly and you could see they had the info on their website they would like list it out ways they were gonna make it as COVID safe as possible. And I was like, you know, we could totally appreciate you do. It's going to be a lovely event. You guys are going to have a great time. We just are not going to be there, <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah they mean, I'm just, sure they're, yeah. I'm sure she un oh, will totally. understand. Like, yeah. And if she doesn't, that's like kind of weird. Cause you said that she was her, that her policy is to just let everyone else decide. So I would do what's best for you. And, um, mm -hmm. I think it'll be fine. And I think it, like, even though she feels like extra obligated because she is a bridesmaid, I think for a situation like this, that title doesn't like differentiate you from being a normal person that wants to be safe and look out for your own health. Like you, just because you're a bridesmaid doesn't mean you have to feel any extra obligated in this situation to do this. So agree. Yeah. This episode of Betches Brides is brought to you by Generation Tux. Generation Tux understands that planning the perfect look for your fiance and groomsmen can be overwhelming and for some, totally foreign. That's why Generation Tux makes it simple and painless and you can do everything online from the comfort of your own home. Generation Tux specializes in online suit and tuxedo rentals delivered to you, high quality men's formal wear at a reasonable price with rentals starting at $139 and award-winning customer service. Generation Tux provides free at-home try-ons, free swatches of the materials, free suit or tux for the groom with five or more paid rentals in your party and gets delivered 14 days before your event. Generation Tux has a selection of suits, tuxedos, and accessories with over 20 styles of suits and tuxedos available in a variety of colors and hues and hundreds of accessory colors. And best of all, you get free shipping, virtual consultations with customer experience, and stylists and online tools to help you plan the perfect wedding. It uses an easy online fitting with their patented e-tailor algorithm. It also uses a groomsman management system to make sure they're fitted and order in their garments. You guys, I am so excited to use Generation Tux and I'll tell you why. Mike and I have been kind of facing this like Tux groomsman look debacle for the past, I don't know, year and a half now since we've gotten engaged. You know, we've tried other companies and tried trying things on and 
we just can't can't get the right service and can't settle on something. So we're still in the market and we're so excited because Generation Tux is going to be so easy to use. I love that it's all from home. We don't have to go into any crazy stores. You have the free swatches. I'm so excited. The try-ons. We'll be showing it all off on the Instagram. So definitely tune into that. And Mike really loves that you get the free tuxedo or suit for the groom with five or more paid rentals in your party. And we have, I believe it's nine groomsmen. So we'll definitely be using that. I'm just so excited. You can try Generation Tux for yourself by visiting generationtux.com and visit to build your look and get started today. That's G-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-U-X.com. Well, those are our emails. Thank you guys for writing in. Happy New Year. Please email brides at bedges.com. If you have any other questions for us, we love doing these. Um, They're really fun. And then, you know, because it's January 4th, Nicole, why don't you tell me about your bridal-related or wedding related New Year's resolutions. We can share those as a nice yes. close the opening. And guys, of the year. If, yes. And if you're feeling, you know, giving around the holidays, give us a review. Leave us five stars. We truly love hearing them. Honestly, we need it around this time. Don't we all need a little extra nice little oomph of a good review? So drop it in on Apple Podcasts, but listen to this, you know, on Spotify. We love when you share the Spotify episodes to your Instagram story, that kind of stuff. So spread the love. But going off of that, bridal wedding, New Year's resolutions. Um, you know, my wedding, New Year's resolution. Overall, like, I think I'm going to set a schedule for us planning. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun at all when I say that, but <laughs> No, I, I think, think gonna, resolutions like, are not about having my fun, resolution right? is true, true, true. I think I'm going to say like dedicate X amount of time each week. Maybe it's like a fun, maybe we make it like a fun little Sunday thing where I pull Mike into it um, for planning because we really need to like kickstart. I'm planning on next week. Like we talked about in the last episode, really kickstarting my planning. So I think just like maintaining a consistent like being very on top of my planning not procrastinating anything um also doo, 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 i don't know what 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 are That's some of yours one. mine is to yeah. practice gratitude rather than irritation around oh. my wedding stuff because like sometimes you That's know what i mean like one. there's so much that comes up when you're planning that you're like that wasn't exactly how i wanted it um and you get mm-hmm. really irritated and I I'm definitely guilty of being like but I wanted it to be like exactly how I wanted it to be and I get annoyed but I think if you take a step back in that moment and you're like I'm gonna be able to have a wedding it's gonna be beautiful like my friends and family will mm-hmm. be there and I'm so grateful to be able to do this thing like if you take if you take a second to just remember that it makes you less like hyper focused on the details which don't really matter to anyone but you um Right. So I think that's, I've been trying to do that. I'm going to try to do that more this year because, you know, things come up, they get, you get annoyed, right? It's easy to get so irritable about wedding stuff because people's opinion, and I know we make jokes about this all the time. We're probably like helping fuel that irritability in people because we make jokes on the Instagram all the time about like people's unsolicited opinions. And I, it's a very weddings are a thing where people love to throw their opinions at you we all know that um 
but and it's easy to be irritable but instead I like that practice gratitude and like you know just be thankful that you get to have a wedding you have a roof over your head you have clothes on your body all that kind of stuff and you get to have this wedding whether it be big small yeah. short or tall and, yeah and pat yourselves on the back because you had a hard year and um you yeah. know grateful and grateful that last year is over and we're moving up we're moving on things are being yeah. things are good but oh, um I I have one more resolution too, which is just make more time for each other. I told Mike, I was like, we, I mean, cause I've talked about this before in quarantine, we'll go days where we're, we're not speaking to each other. Cause we're just like working on our computers. We're like, you know, throughout the day, there's just a couple words being exchanged. I'm like, we need to really make that effort to like be with each other and connect with each other. I'm a big person when it comes to like connection if I feel like our connection is slipping at all I freak out so um I think just that going into our wedding making sure that we're really making that extra time for date night making that extra time to just like have fun together I don't know I I want us to like do things like take a dance class that's gonna be one of my resolutions Mike and I are gonna take a dance class Leading I like that. I feel wedding. like you'll kill it. I can see you being a really good dancer. I will, but I, I like am. I just have that natural rhythm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but Mike, you're like I will. I can't speak for Mike. We'll see if yeah. he comes down the whole. You know, you're he only will. as strong as your weakest dancer. <laughs> there was a song I put on like last night that I um found recently, and it just has a dance vibe. And I was just like being weird in the living room and dancing to it. And I like grabbed Mike and tried to make him dance with me. And he was going along with it. And he, but he's so stiff. I'm like, you need to loosen up and like get loose with this. And he's like so self-conscious about his dancing. So we're going to work on that together. <laughs> well, I, I think you're going to be a great like tutor for him. I, you know, I think you're, I could, I, I see that you're a good dancer without even having ever seen you dance. So I'm excited Thank for you. that one for you guys. Anyway, guys, happy new year. We will see you next week. Don't forget to email us bridesofbetches.com. And like Nicole said, five-star review. We would definitely appreciate that. Um, anyway, uh, till death do us part. Bye. Betches.